the hard shoulder on Newstalk with Nissan subscribe and drive no deposit no compromise no fuss find out more at nissan.ie now, many of you would have watched on in horror, I'm sure, at the weekend as the Danish footballer Christian Eriksen suffered a cardiac arrest on the pitch. Thankfully, the Inter Milan star pulled through and is in a stable condition. Now, as it is Men's Health Week, and given this, we are going to talk about cardiac arrest today and sudden adult death syndrome. Dr. Robert Kelly is a consultant in cardiology and lifestyle medicine at the Beacon Hospital, and he joins me now. Robert, it is good to talk to you. What, what exactly is sudden adult death syndrome? So uh, thank you very much, Kieran. Um, so sudden adult death syndrome is where people drop dead literally from any cause. Uh, now, there's a variation on that, which is sudden cardiac death, which is where the heart uh, stops uh, and that causes sudden death. OK, so let's talk maybe about that sudden cardiac yeah. death. How does that happen? So what happens is that the heart stops beating, usually because the rhythm of the heart uh, becomes very, very fast and that causes the heart to stop. Uh, Sometimes what also happens is that the heart literally stops beating altogether. And in both of those circumstances, uh, there is an opportunity to try and undo that at a very short interval, but in many cases, people unfortunately don't recover. So Christian Eriksen was remarkably uh, fortunate uh, that they were able to resuscitate him. Do we know what causes that to happen? So, We don't know the cause of all of these sudden cardiac deaths, but in different age groups in life, you are more prone, unfortunately, to dying suddenly due to different conditions. So in an age group that's under 30, sudden cardiac deaths will happen because people have underlying conditions that they were born with, as an example. So some people are born with uh, abnormal heart muscle. Uh, It's a condition that has a higher association with, with sudden death, particularly in athletes. Other situations, you don't find any cause at all, despite these people dying from a sudden cardiac issue. And then, obviously, as you get older in life, you're much more prone to having sudden death of heart attack related sudden deaths. Uh, And just because this group under 30, we would imagine and we don't know yet, but I think it's safe to assume Christian Eriksen would have been screened uh, because all of the professional footballers are now. How is it that his heart could have stopped without some sort of detectable problem? So in a lot of cases, unfortunately, you don't detect the problem. So as I mentioned, there are conditions, there's a condition called cardiomyopathy or hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, which is an abnormal thickening of a heart muscle. So somebody may have a heart murmur, there may be a family history of somebody dropping dead at a young age. And in that situation, an ultrasound scan of the heart can pick up that condition. So clearly, Christian Eriksen did not have that condition because that would have been detected because, as you said, he had very rigorous medicals when he was in London playing for Spurs. And in fact, the Spurs cardiologist uh, is actually the same cardiologist who oversees sport in the UK. He oversaw the Olympic Games. So he's a very uh, Mm. respected cardiologist. So and then obviously he moved football clubs to Italy and Italy of itself as a country has a very strong reputation as well for screening athletes for sudden death. So. Nothing was detected or reported as detected in Christian Eriksen. So it is a total surprise as to why that may have happened to him. For, for people then, though, who are not the benefit of, of, of screening to the degree that Christian Eriksen and other professional footballers would be, are there warning signs they can look out for? So the important thing to consider is, do you have a family history of somebody dropping dead under the age of 30? That's the first consideration. So if you do, you should be going to see a doctor or a cardiologist and having that checked out. 
Now, if you're in a situation, so if you're a parent listening to your show tonight, and if you have children who play sport, and are in this, or if you play sport yourself, and if you're in the situation where you find when you're running around that you get lightheaded, you feel like you're going to pass out, or if you've had the misfortune that you have collapsed playing any form of activity, or you've had a seizure, or if you're getting chest pains, or if you're getting heart palpitations, particularly when you exercise, then you should also come and get checked out. Now, we provide a service here in the hospital where we have an acute service for seeing people like that. We see adults. We also see teenagers for this sort of situation. And you can have tests where you can have your ECG done to look at your heartbeat and your heart rhythm. And there is an abnormality within that that can detect a particular risk for sudden death. You have an ultrasound of your heart, which identifies the muscle condition. You have a stress test to see if we can trigger any particular electrical abnormalities. And by doing those things, and particularly by talking to the family and tracing the other family history, then we are in a capacity to identify some people who are at risk for sudden cardiac death. And I assume as technology improves, the number of people who get caught by that net will, will increase as well, won't it? Well, I think as technology improves, it'll help identify more conditions. So one example of that is there is a large proportion of people, unfortunately, who die suddenly young where you don't find the cause. And so the question arises in there, well, what can you do about that? And again, you may find in different generations that you pick other things up. So there are genetic tests that are out there that you can identify certain families that are at higher risk for certain premature death conditions. The problem is it's a very small group of people that you have that information on. And the consequences of that may or may not lead to certain treatments, albeit in the absence of any symptoms or any conditions. So a lot of it, unfortunately, is being very observant as families identifying things happening in the family and coming to see people like cardiologists to get that checked out rather than avoiding and saying, sure, it hasn't happened to my family and it was a distant cousin and this and that. And, and, and I suppose as well that there, there, there is no harm highlighting the importance of well-trained people who know CPR uh, as well uh, out in the community, involved in sports and sports teams and having defibrillators at the ready. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, and I mean, I think the importance of this is not just with Christian Eriksen. The same situation came up with another footballer in Newcastle many years ago. And sadly, there's a, another footballer from many, many years ago who died during a football match who wasn't as fortunate as Christian Eriksen. And the interesting thing is that that first footballer, there was no sign of CPR at that time. He was in a country where they didn't seem to have the resources to hand. And you step forward to what happened at the weekend with Christian Eriksen, where the very alert team member saw that he was unresponsive, put him in a position, alerted for help, um, and then they started doing the CPR and the defibrillator was brought onto the pitch. And that's the sort of process as to how you get people, even patients, even people at home, uh, resuscitated. And what people should remember, unlike Christian Eriksson, is that 80% of these sudden cardiac death events happen, unfortunately, at home. All right, well, not, listen, on, not necessarily on football pitches. Well, listen, Robert, we, we, we appreciate your time today. Uh, Dr. Robert Kelly is a consultant in cardiology and lifestyle medicine at the Beacon Hospital in Dublin. Music.